Ma'am, these gangs, they are terrorizing the communities, and it seems as if the police are not doing anything about it. They cannot do anything. I'm not trying to blame anybody, but it's a problem that the communities are sitting with. Gangsterism amongst the youth. Many of our youth, they've dropped out of school. They are sitting on corners. At night, they are roaming around the parents. Even some of them, the parents are afraid of their own children. Now the problem is that our youth is, is, is being lost. This is the, 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 gener- the, the free generation. But they are lost. They have no future. They have no way forward. What happened in 2011? We started hearing about this BT case. And they were terrorizing, waiting on the corners in the morning like now. This time when the children are going to school. They stand on the corner and they start robbing the children. Here in Phase 6, where we are staying, the high schools for our children is more than, it's almost 20 kilometers away from the, from the location. The police station itself is almost 20 kilometers away from the location. Last year, some of these youth, they attacked a satellite police station within Phase 5. And they, uh, one of the policemen died in that attack. So it seems as if the police say that they have uh, strategies in place to curb these things. But nothing is happening. Things are just getting worse and worse and worse. We know that uh, currently Cape Town, Durban, Johannesburg, it's it, it, it controlled mostly by gangs. Mangaung is still a soft, new, uh, small city. And we think we can stop this thing if we can get uh, strategies in place. Our children are afraid to go to school. Some of these gangs, they even attack the children in school. Many of the teachers, they are living in fear of these gang boys. Some of them, they are forced into gangsterism. Some of them become gangsters because of poverty. Some of them, they are forced because the problem is that in most instances, it's either you join the gang or you become a victim of the gang. And at the end of the day, these boys go around and they start searching for each other. When they get to each other's homes, they don't find this, the, the, the young man they're looking for, so they start attacking the family. Our people are being robbed. Our people are being assaulted by this youth. When we call in the police, we show them those are the group that assaulted us, the police will say, which one of them? Come and point out. And the community is so afraid to identify them face to face because, <coughs> sorry, man, because our, 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 our magistrates, the police arrest some of these boys. When they get to court, the magistrate who does not understand fully the dynamics of the, of life, they let these boys go free again. They say, no, there's nothing that uh, connects these boys to crime or this gangsterism and all these things. So, man, really, really, something needs to be done. A mm. few, uh, last week, 30 boys of this uh, case that was arrested in 2015. The community was, they came here, I, I think you heard about it, when they, 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 they attacked the schools in Mangao. The community became angry. And the community started hunting them down. The police themselves ran away when they saw 
how many of these boys were not at the school there. So the community took it in the hand. They started hunting these boys down. And every time the community surrounded the group of these boys, the police would approach and take these boys out of their, out of their, 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 their hands with guns and things like that. When it comes to community, the police are ready to use violence. But when it comes to these gangsters and criminals, the police are soft. The police don't know what to do. They are scared of these young men. Mm. So we do not know what to do. Last week, 30 of these boys were set free from Hoffley Prison. Yeah? This past weekend, they were shooting at each other again. Apparently, one, one boy got shot at a tavern. Another, on, on Sunday night, it was almost a, you could think it's the Cape Flags, the way the guns were shooting, because they were, they, they are armed, these boys, man. So, Tulani, tell and, me, what do you want to see happen now? Ma'am, uh, the police and the, 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 the law, I'm not trying to, um, I don't want to promote anarchy or vigilantism, ma'am. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Because we are a law-abiding community. Every citizen wants to obey the law. But if the law cannot protect us, what do we do? As communities, when we stand up to protect ourselves, at the end of the day, we are treated as criminals as well. When we defend ourselves for the sake of protecting our mothers, our communities, our sisters, our daughters, we get arrested because... The community is tired. Sometimes last week, they almost necklaced two of these boys in front of us. I said to them, please, people, you can't do this in front of the children because there are small young children going around okay. uh, following us, men. And Tulani, this thing is not good for them. Indeed, I, I hear you. And I want to give the police an opportunity to respond. I'm sure um, uh, Colonel Tani Mbambo has heard all you have to say. Uh, so let's hear uh, what she makes of this. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Tulani, for raising this with us. Uh, regular SAFM listener Tulani Mbaza uh, decrying the state of affairs in Mangawung and saying that the gangs are running amok and the situation is unbearable for the residents there. And uh, joining us now is uh, Free State Police Spokesperson Colonel Tani Mbambo. Thanks for your time this morning, Colonel. Good morning, Sakina and listeners. Colonel, uh, yesterday when um, one of our producers spoke to uh, Tulani, one of the things he said was, I wish that I will be alive tomorrow to speak to you because the situation is that bad. So, are you aware of the severity of the situation in Mangaung with regard to the gangs? Uh, Sakina, yes, we are aware of the situation in Mangaung relating to these gang activities. But uh, what I can assure you now is that the situation is no longer as volatile as it was uh, before. This is because, uh, as the police, we have done everything that we can to keep this crime, Sakina. You remember that we have our new provincial commissioner, General Zumani, whom, when he started, he made his mission to deal with these things of gangs, uh, solely because he was worried of this thing, that they were terrorizing the community, and that is what he couldn't have. So he formed a group of expert detectives. He also deployed your TRT, your POP, together with your crime intelligence. 
uh, those that were assisting us to get information and to get to the bottom of who exactly were these uh, young boys, and sometimes uh, you'll find that they are also girls there. And we managed to make a number of arrests uh, this past month. What I can assure you now is that we arrested plus minus 50 to 60 that are still uh, in court. Again, on Monday, we arrested about nine. And yesterday, Sakina, we arrested 72 of them whom we intercepted uh, on the road. We suspect that maybe they were on the way to do their mischievous somewhere, but we're not sure. But uh, we managed to intercept them. Because 72 of them, as I'm talking to you now, are in detention. They will be appearing in court this morning. So the court will decide as to whether they, they receive bail or what is going to happen to them, Sakina. But as I'm listening to uh, the complainant there, Sakina, I, I, I really understand and, and share his sentiment. But what I can also tell you is that this problem can only, uh, it, it cannot only be solved by us as the police. It needs a multidisciplinary approach. We need the community, we need the parents, we need uh, the government departments and other NGOs that can assist because when you are listening to him, he identifies issues like those boys are not going to school, they are standing in the corners, and all those other issues. So we, you, 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 you can sense that it was something to do with socioeconomic problems, and which is what we have also identified as and when we engage with them. That is why, again, uh, Sakina, besides the issue of arresting and detention, which is part of our hardcore policy, uh, the provincial commissioner has also introduced uh, the status of dealing with them in a way of a soft approach where now he identified young policemen and women that are engaging with these uh, young, young girls and boys at their level. They are talking to them, trying to get to the root cause of their behavior or exactly what is it that is leading to them to join these gangs or to behave the way that they are behaving. Even when they, after talking to them, then they, they try to uh, get assistance from the government departments and other NGOs so as to be able to assist. Here now we are trying to make sure that proactively so we stop the recurrence of uh, this incident of uh, gang activity. Colonel Mbambo, um, according to your intelligence, how many gangs are there operating in Mangawung and how many members are we talking about in total? Sakina, it is difficult to mention the total. They are many because it seems like uh, they are recruiting now and again, but the gangs that we know about so far and that arrive is the ones that the listener has been talking about, the, the BTKs and the Romans. Those are the ones that are really, really um, arrive at currently at Mangawung. Apparently there are others, the triple sixes and others, and, uh, but, but do you have an estimate even of how many gangs uh, members we are talking about? Uh... I don't have a precise number, Sakina. I would be lying, but there are many. And with regard and to the... And school kids. Uh, yeah, and, and this is what uh, Tulani was talking about. And now it would seem as though this is where they are actually recruiting from and parents now have to go and fetch their children, take their children to school and fetch them because if you don't, then they become uh, the prey of these gangsters. But uh, just a final one. How many, uh, with regard to the arrests that you were talking about, um, there were also reports of uh, community members who were assaulted, who were killed. Um, how many of the gang members that you arrested um, are arrested uh, for assault, murder, and those type of serious crimes? Uh, 
Sakina, almost most that we arrested, those that we arrested previously, except those that we um, arrested yesterday, they arrested, um, charged with those serious crimes. They are ranging from murder, attempted murder, robberies, and any other crimes. But most of them are really charged with those serious crimes. Well, Colonel, thank you so much uh, for your time this morning. And uh, this is obviously a very serious situation that uh, I think reminds one of what's happening uh, here on the east end of Gauteng um, in Daviton and also as, uh, the, the Cape Flats, which is an ongoing situation, but other gang-infested areas across the country as well. And uh, maybe, you know, it warrants a further discussion about what needs to be done um, socioeconomically and uh, psychosocially to deal with some of these problems. Uh, but thank you so much to our guest there, Tulani Mbaza, uh, SAFM listener and also Free State Police spokesperson, uh, Colonel Tandi Mbambo. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.